All right. Okay. You want to go first? What is it? It's vodka, but it's like a flavored vodka. Like Without lime. peanut butter, right? Without peanut butter. Yeah, no, it's like right. lime. Okay. I'm not going to kill you, I promise. That's good, actually. You like it? All right. Cheers. No, cheers. Thanks for having me. Yes, cheers. <laughs> Thank you for being here. It was good. Oh, there you drink it at 11 o'clock at a.m. Yes, I do. It's good for you. It helps me with my calls, you know? I get a little loosen <laughs> up and start calling a bunch of people. Cheers, bro. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs>
No, like it was like the last day to freaking apply there. That's and I was crazy. just like, you know what? I'm going there. Let's just do it. Why not? So I applied on the applied on the deadline day and got in, moved up here, didn't know anybody other than my family. I lived with them for like two months. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I should probably move out of their house. They at least started me off up here in a big city. I'm not used to it. And I literally looked for roommates off of Craigslist. Stop it. Yes. That is so, that's very dangerous. You should not do that. It was a little dangerous. And I ended up in kind of a hood apartment complex, but whatever. It was, <laughs> it was definitely an experience. Oh my gosh. It was an experience. But yeah, maybe I could have done a little bit better on the end, but I just didn't know anybody. That's so a, I was like, okay, amazing. where do I go to find people? That's cool. That's that's Craigslist. So that's like twenty years old. That's it, it, legit. That's crazy. And that's one of those things where like you read about there and you're like, oh, people don't do that, right? Like no one does it. You did that. I did that. Wow, that's I did crazy. That. And so when you got besides the apartment complex being kind of sketchy, were the roommates at least decent people? They were. <laughs> they were interesting. Um, but ultimately, it was a pretty good experience. That's, that's so. crazy. That's amazing. It was kind of random. That but is I lived with three random. girls, and our rooms were basically shoe boxes or like the smallest rooms ever. But I'm like, whatever. Like, this is what I'm starting off with, and I'm going to keep growing from here on out. And that's awesome. so. And you did. I did. And you made it. And you made it. So, okay. So, when you get up here uh, and you're living on your own now at this point, uh, what was the first thing that you did when you got to San Antonio for employment? Did you get a job? Actually, back to Chili's, your favorite place. <laughs> I was working at Chili's in Kingsville, and they gave me the opportunity to transfer up here that's, to a Chili's. So I so worked cool. at the one off of Bandera in 1604. I've eaten at that. I've eaten most of the Chili's in San Antonio. That's <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, so you were you were wait, waiting tables, right? This yes. is like one of those stories. This is how movies start. So you're like the small town girl living in the big city, right? You know, making your way, getting yes. by. And so you had two years of college left for, to finish your degree once you got up here? Yes, two years. Ended up hitting three, but <laughs> yes, it was two to three years. Yes. And it was it was still good. I had a great experience at UTSA. That's amazing. They have a great business school there. And, well, and of course, now you're applying your degree and all the skills that you have. Absolutely. Wh which is awesome. So how, real estate... You know, how did we go from Chili's and, and kind of anything in between? You know, how did we go from there into real estate? And where did you start in real estate? So when I was in college, I was working two jobs. I was going to school full time, working two jobs. During the day, I worked at a boutique. That's cool. And I sold jewelry and clothes to ladies. And then at night, I would work at the bars. But back to the boutique, I had graduated with my market marketing degree and I think like two months out of it, I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And I was like, you know what? Every business, every industry needs marketing. Yes. So I can literally do whatever I want. Yeah, abso right absolutely. But I didn't know what route to take. So it was weird. One night I really prayed about it and I was just like asking for some direction. Like, yeah. please give me something because I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but I just know I have a degree and I can use it somewhere. Please, anything. And so the next day I go to my boutique and I'm working and I'm talking to this lady and I'm, you know, putting jewelry on her and she's trying it on. We're talking for about 45 minutes to an hour and we just really bond and get to know each other. And she was just like, randomly i tell her about my marketing degree and she's just like whoa i literally been looking for a marketing person for a long time now for my real estate company That's and amazing. i just haven't found anybody i haven't fully 
you know, try to look, but I just know that that's the goal and that's what I've been wanting to do and you'd be perfect for that. That's crazy. In a boutique. Okay, is this a sign? Yeah. (laughs) Should I be doing real estate? In a boutique. Day after I prayed about it. That's amazing. So it was cool. I got hired on the spot. I did marketing with them for about a year. And so a lot of that marketing was implementing like going out and just starting connections and relationships yes. with people. And so I would go out to visit new home sales reps. Yes. All the new home builders, every single new home builder, and I would just take them our marketing material. I'd go market our move up program, That's our cool. lease buyout, our guaranteed sale, all that good stuff. And then for some reason, I just got really attached to the Bella Vista. Yeah, like people. the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I know about that. So, okay, so who was the first person that, like, kind of talked you into potentially going over there? Actually, the first person was Shirley Frobish. Yes, I know. Good old Shirley. Shout out to Shirley. Shirley. We love you, Shirley. Love you were great. Yeah, so she, she kind of closed you on going there? She did. And it wasn't even a hard close or anything, but it was just like the connection was there. And I always found myself wanting to go visit them. Right. Because they were just, everybody was so cool, down to earth. Yep. And that was a big thing about Bella at the time. Like yes. it was all about culture. Yes, and people. Yes. yes, it was both people internally and externally. And the culture was great. Yes. The work environment was great when I started out over there. And it was just like she just gave me that opportunity. It was like, hey, we're Crazy. actually looking for people. Would you like to join and transfer into sales? I'm like, that's amazing. You know, if I can make some more money, absolutely. 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 <laughs> and that was your first gig into sales. And yeah. when you started with Bella, did you start as, yeah, you started as assistant. That's right. You started as Rick's assistant. Rick's assistant. That's a oh, hard, Rick. that's a hard gig. <laughs> it's a hard gig. Okay. What's like, did Rick ever ask you to like get stuff or do stuff for him outside of work? Like, yo, can you go get me food or anything? Did he ever send you like on errands? I think we were, yes, yes. I mean, it was mainly, like, stuff for the model home. The model home, like, okay. <laughs> you know, pick I up some water, can you pick up some coffee for the model That's home? That's good, okay. Some snacks. I'm it trying to put anything on, crazy. I'm trying to put him on blast right now. Like, I wanted you to be like, yo, Rick sent me to get his, like, dry cleaning <laughs> for him. No, because I'd be like, nah, dog, it ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't part of my job description. <laughs> you would have told him though. So Rick's 100%. a Rick's a him hard and I dude. Bump heads. Yes. A lot. Okay. So so like y'all are very different, right? I would say. I mean, we are, but he's very red as far as like personality wise. He's very. He's a closer. Yes. And he wants things done, you know. And I think I have red in me too, and I think we would bump heads on that end. But I don't really know what it was. That's but funny. It's like we have a love-hate relationship with love, each other. Like, I love you, dog, but I freaking hate you sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> I, could, I could see that. He's a good dude. And it's funny because he's trained some of the best. He's got, he, You were his assistant. Um, Lindsay was his assistant. Lindsay Gildy. Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah. Brittany Garza. Yes. Caitlin Holtz. I mean, yeah. He's, he's like run this gambit of assistants. So Rick is the one to hire if uh, you want to train these like badass you know sales reps and i will future. say he wasn't great at training though oh, oh he not wasn't good. great at training but he was a producer though yes. i mean there was one year where he sold over 80 houses it's crazy so he i don't think he really could do that so we're mainly the ones sitting in the model home while he's out cross-selling and all over the city just doing his thing and you all um, kind of had to self-learn 
Yeah, so we self-learned a little bit, and then after getting promoted, like I can honestly say, Edgar Robles, I was partners with him in Northeast Crossing. I forgot about that. He taught me pretty much everything Everything. that I know and knew himself. I give him a lot of props. Hey, good job, Edgar. You're a good dude, guy. That's good. That's that's good for him. He's a stand-up guy. He is absolutely a stand-up guy. So, uh, yeah, good dude. He's a marriage now as well, selling new homes. Yeah, yeah. He went to. uh, He's right here in Cibolo. I was just visiting him yesterday. He's in Cibolo. That's amazing. Great prices over there. Easy, easy, easy life. Okay, so we go. So I know we got tired, you know, with new home sales, and we wanted to make a change. And so when we did make that change, was was getting your uh, license as an agent. Was that the first thing? Is that all you did between Bella and and today? Was you went straight into getting your license? For the most part, yes. I did flip a house in between that. Okay, little... so we got to talk about that because you. <laughs> I, I, where did that even come from? <laughs> Actually, that came from one of my friends, Joseph Borrego. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's really big on the whole flipping and investments. And so he used to bring me business at Bella Vista Homes, and we sold a few houses together there at Hudson Reserve. And I just, you know, I was ready to make the transition out of new home sales. And I had already closed on enough homes within the first four months, five months of the year that I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna take a couple months off. Yep. But at the same time, my brain's like, oh my God, you're not doing anything. You need to do something. Right. So I decided to flip a house. And so cool. I just randomly purchased a house and he kind of just showed me the ropes on it and taught me everything I, I needed to know on it. I thought it would be a lot faster of a process and smoother, but you know, things pop up left and right. There's always gonna be some kind of issue. Yeah, that's, that's if you're lucky, is. maybe not. But there's going to be some issues that come up, and it's going to postpone, you know, everything, everything. and the closing and whatnot. But ultimately, it was fun. I think my funnest part was just choosing all the colors. Right, like just doing the design work. <laughs> just shopping and doing the design work. Be- yeah. Before you had to deal with all the, the stuff that came up. Exactly. Uh, so for that particularly, for somebody who isn't, I mean, maybe doesn't know. I, I assume you didn't know much about flipping or anything in regards to that. Was it fairly easy to do? I mean, was it for the most part? It was other than those, other than those, I guess, like random things that kind of popped out of nowhere. But I think the hard, one of the hardest parts about doing it is you have to have the right contractors and you have to have loyal contractors. Because there's some that just won't show up. Right, that's tough. And then if they do show up, like, they might be slacking a little bit. Oh, and gosh. And not just getting it done in a timely manner. So you have to constantly be on them and be showing up and checking out the work and everything. So, And then I live here in New Braunfels. Yes. And this slip was, like, on the south side of San Antonio. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, great. Like, I got to go drive over there and just make sure things are getting done. That's crazy. Which, whatever. Like, I didn't really have a lot going on at the time. But. It, it is a lot for anybody who's thinking about doing it. If you already have a lot going on, then it's kind of yeah, it is yeah, kind, it's of, kind a of a handful. Well, it makes sense. Uh, there's a company here in town, and I'm sure there's a bunch of others across the U.S., but they the, the You Build It people, right? And they kind of market the same thing, which is, hey, you can kind of build your own home, you know, shave the overhead of what the builder is going to charge, right? The margin the builder is going to charge. And I think I think You Build It's like 8 to 10%. But anyways, 
it's the same thing, right? Like you're like, oh yeah, I'll build my own house. It's easy, but yeah. you're resp- you're the the superintendent. They give you Basically. all the names and numbers, but you got to go out there and make sure like make sure everything's running smoothly in a timely manner, where you're not paying you know extra mortgage payments yes. and different things like that. So because stuff's not getting done. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So overall, good experience. So we do the flip, um, and that was we one and done. We were one and done for now. Uh, just because I realized how much time and effort that it took, I didn't want to do it immediately right away because I got hired on to be this VP of sales not too long after that. I'm like, you know what? I want to fully focus on this and learn and grow on this end, and I'll just wait on that end. That's awesome. And so what is a – so we've now arrived to the present, of course, you working as a VP of sales. What what does a day in the life look like for you? So what are you doing these days? What does that look like coming from new home sales into the role you're in? So in the role I'm in, I mean, every morning we have meetings. As far as agents that I've recruited, we have trainings every other day with them. And it's just we're trying to get everybody on the same page to train them all at once. Yep. But everybody just has, you know, random schedules going on, a lot of things going on. So we've been training them on different days. So we normally have trainings going on. I'm in the office. I'm making calls daily just to build those connections and relationships. Yeah. I'm always at networking <laughs> events, trying to recruit either agents or, <laughs> or recruit business. Yes, business, that's good. You know, we throw events tonight. We have a happy hour at PICS, and we're inviting everybody, all of our business partners, yeah. referral partners. That's and cool. just, you know, different things like that. Um, so you're running a lot. Hosting it, yeah. Uh-huh. So you do the events, events yeah. and whatnot. And the agents, that's really cool. You're doing a ton. Um, and so, you know, in general, coming from the new home sales world to being an agent now, uh, you know, the other side of the table is we joke about it, right? The other side of the desk is, of course, you sit behind the desk for new home sales. You know, the realtors are coming in. Um, What are some of the biggest differences or maybe things that you had one perspective on, like, oh, agents, X, Y, and Z, but now that you're physically doing it, maybe you think differently about it. You know, what are some of the differences or things that are just notable to you? From new home sales to being an agent? Yes. Uh, That's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, in new home sales, obviously it was very important for us to make those connections and relationships with realtors. Like right. Bring us yeah. business. Yes. Come on. We want you. We want your clients. Let's go. Let's make deals happen. And so on this end, that's what I'm trying to do yeah. as well. You know, and right now, especially right now with this market, like the home builders are just offering crazy incentives yeah. that are really hard to pass up, especially for your client. You want the best for your client. Yeah. So it kind of just goes back into it. Like, ah, now I'm bringing you these people and we're Do, yeah, gonna work together as a team to, to, to get, get the deal done. done. To get the deal done and to just give them the best deal ultimately. That's good. Yeah. Well, and I know that you've got a lot of responsibility, so maybe it's a little bit different from you, but you know, in a, in a builder world, like you have a schedule, right? Like you're in the model from 10 to seven, right? You know, five mm-hmm. days a week. Um, going to an agent where you have a little bit more flexibility, uh, did that mess with you at all as far as like just not having somebody tell you, hey, Andrea, where you at? Well, it didn't because of my boss. Got he's it. the He's a core coach. Okay, so what I'll say, what is the core for people that don't know what the core is? What is the core? Uh, so it's basically a huge nationwide coaching program that trains up elite loan officers and realtors, and it's a very high accountability program to be in because anybody can be a realtor. Right. But it really is hard, though, to produce and to have that motivation 
day after day to get up and do what you need to do. It's it's a hustle. It's a grind. Absolutely. And so, like, from new home sales, you had to be in the office. Right. You had to go to the meetings. You know, you had a quota. You had to sell at least two, three to four houses a month. Right. You know? And otherwise, you're going to lose your job. So, over here, I mean, it's a little bit different because, you know, you just need more of that motivation and whatnot. But luckily, I have him. Yes, he's very accountable. Because he, yeah, he holds me very accountable. We have our meetings every morning. That's cool. Anything that I need help with, he's a phone call or text away, and he's always, always on top of it. And it could be the dumbest question ever. <laughs> like, okay, I know this is dumb, but. <laughs> There's no such thing as a dumb question. It's good to ask questions. I'm learning That's good. on the general real estate side still, too. I'm learning something every day. I think everybody, even being in the industry, for 10, 15, 20 years, you're still learning every day. There's oh, always going to yes. be a different situation that you're in. or Yeah, problem deals that come <laughs> yeah. up and things you've never heard of before. Exactly. So that's awesome. So transition's been pretty smooth for you. So outside of work, um, notable stuff, I mean, you've done, right? Like, what do you like to do outside of work? Outside of work. Outside of work, what do I do? What do you do? What is a day? I like going to concerts. Okay. That's like, probably a big one like one of the biggest fun genre like, preferences yeah, yeah. i like alternative rock okay. i'm a huge like 90s and early 2000s baby i don't know i think i'm just kind of stuck in that time <laughs> yeah, because same. i don't listen to anything new unless it's like dua lipa or yeah. halsey if you ask me about any of the rappers names nowadays i have no idea that's who they crazy are. But yeah, I'm kind of just stuck living in that, in that room okay give i me like pop r&b rap but alternative music is really up there for me, the 90s bands. Give me a top three concerts you've gone to. Top three. Top three. Very super memorable for you. Okay, I recently went to Incubus. Oh, how was like, that? About a month ago. Oh, it was great. It was so much fun. Like, I had been wanting to see them for years now, and I think it just kept getting postponed and postponed, especially because of COVID. Yes. And so they finally came, and I was just super ecstatic about it. Like, heck, yeah, let's go see Incubus. That's I'm down. so cool. So, um, yeah, we one. went to go see – my boyfriend and I went to go see them, and it was a blast. We had so much fun. They played with uh, Sublime with Rome, oh, too. Oh, that's, a, that's a good concert. I saw I saw them on my – I have that Bands in Town app. I saw them on the list. Yeah. I, I, didn't miss, I, I missed them, though. I didn't get to go. Uh, what else? Give me two more, two other memorable ones you've gone to. Ah, two other memorable ones. Snoop Dogg is really cool. Dang, I don't cool. know. Where did you go see Snoop Dogg at? Snoop Dogg, I've seen him a couple of times. Really? I saw him in Corpus a few years ago, and then I saw him at, um, what is it called? It's like the, gar the garden venue that's over here in San Antonio. Oh, I don't know if I've been there. I don't know if I've been if I've ever been there. It's outdoor. It's kind of small. It's nothing big, but he was DJing, and that was fun too. That's amazing. Cool. All right, we got Incubus, Steve Dog. One more. Give me one more. You got this. Um, oh my god, I've seen so many bands. Memorable. Where you're like, dang, that was a good night. Memorable. Like memorable bands. I would say maybe. It, it would probably have to be a reggae okay. concert. That's? I'm huge on reggae. Okay, tell me about up. that. Yes, I need to understand. <laughs> and so I would think uh, 311 and Iration and Pepper and Pacifier. How does a girl growing up, you know, South Texas get into reggae? How did this even come up? Well, we lived by the beach. So the beach is like a good, you know, 30, yes. 40 minutes away from us. And 
any downtime of mine, I was always at the beach. I was a huge beach bum. That's cool. I love the beach. Um, and then in the summers, I'm like, there's no way I'm taking any classes. Like, hell no. I'd rather be on the beach. <laughs> right. So we were there constantly. And so by the beach um, in Corpus, there's a there's a very popular venue there, House of Rock. House of Rock. I've never so been. every weekend or every other weekend, my best friend and I, Natalie Luna, we would go to reggae concerts every other weekend and That's just crazy. go and have fun by the beach. And then there would be random parties on the beach and they would be playing reggae music. And it just kind of became a uh big... That's cool. Liking of mine. That's a that's that's the more you know about Andrea. <laughs> I would have never pegged that. No one would no? ever. That is not something that anyone would guess on the outside. Yeah. That's cool. I was definitely a beach bum and kind of a little bit of a hippie too, <laughs> at one point. But it's still kind of in me. I still love the music. It's it's in there. You just gotta like like chisel it out. That's yeah. cool. So I've seen all the reggae bands. That's incredible. Look at for you. That's awesome. Okay, so we that's good for interest. Um, what about like food? Do you like to eat? I love food. <laughs> so my favorite would be seafood. Okay, just all right. Growing up I'm by the beach. <laughs> all right, we got. We just got to put this girl by a beach. Is what we need to do. Honestly, that's the goal. Uh, yes. Like it's, in my thirties, the goal is to be by a beach. Just go live along the coast. We divide Probably little, not in Texas. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe Port East, East or West Coast. You gotta. Mm. You gotta get. What do you prefer, East or West? Uh, I would probably say West. Yeah, that makes sense. I think yeah. West is more year-round, too. I mean, unless you li legit live in Florida. But I don't know. Florida is nice, too. <laughs> yeah. So my sister lives over there. She lives in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. She was living in Miami for over 10 years. And so I had the opportunity to go and visit. I would go at least twice a year. Yep visit her and my nephews and it is very beautiful over there oh absolutely yeah it, it's another so i'm like maybe i actually thought about moving over there she she almost convinced me one time i'm like oh why not almost close I don't have any obligations <laughs> i don't have any kids you're I don't. free <laughs> and you could go yeah so i thought about it but then i'm like okay and now, then you're back in texas we're i'm still in texas and i now i just travel that's okay I so think i like ending up back over here for oh the most part but yeah, we're gonna get to travel. I want to ask, but I want to know. Okay, so seafood. Where's where? If you want to go on date night, right, with with your boyfriend, where are you guys going? Like, what's like your pick? Where do you want to go eat? I mean, here in New Braunfels, the best place is Macadoos. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then San Antonio, maybe Papados or something. But down south, there's a really good seafood restaurant, and it's nothing super fancy, but. It's the go-to place for everyone, like go-to place for, especially for my family. It was our go-to place for birthdays and for graduations and just, you know, special occasions. Uh, but it's over there in Rivetta Beach. Rivetta Beach. And what is Rivetta it called? Rivetta Beach. It's called King's Inn. King's Inn. Yeah. I got to look this up. You gotta, look up King, you gotta look up King's Inn. It's really good. That's re okay. So, and what would you what would you eat uh, at King's Inn? Like, what's your favorite dish that you all are, are getting? So they would sell by the half pound or the pound. So we would just buy like a pound or you know, actually a couple pounds of shrimp, and they're huge. Yes, like jumbo shrimp. Like they go and catch them like in the water. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Huge jumbo shrimp, the best shrimp ever, and then just the. Uh, 
fish out there. The drum is really good. They have a Bombay salad with avocado in it that's and olives cool. and tomatoes. And it was so good. I that's, don't know. A, that's awesome. So, okay, so seafood girl, um, travel, hitting the travel end, right? Okay, so like y'all this summer coming up, uh, money's no object. You guys have no obligation for work or anything. You're, you're planning your, your trip. Where are you going? Where do you want to go? A beach. A beach. A beach somewhere. So you just came back from a big trip with water, right? Yes. I just got back from Greece. And how was that? A couple months ago. What an experience. It was uh, the most random thing ever because literally my friend reached out to me probably a couple weeks before we flew out. And he was just like, yo, (laughs) do you want to go to Greece? We have a free place to stay. So my friend Katerina, her parents own a place in Corfu. And they're like, we can literally stay there for free. All you need to take care of is obviously is your your plane tickets and whatever you're going to spend over there. And so I was like, actually, <laughs> that sounds pretty nice. I mean, I've been dying to go to Europe yes. for years now. And I've always waited on people. I've always waited on friends or like relationships. And nobody's ever been ready to go. So I'm like, I don't know if there's ever really a right time to go. No, you just have to go. You just have to go. So I literally booked my flights a week before i flew out to greece that's incredible and i just just super spontaneous just flew out there and it was it was fun i actually so i actually got stuck in amsterdam on the way to greece (laughs) for how long fortunately but not unfortunately ended up being really cool but the only thing that sucked it was two days but the only thing that sucked is I lost my luggage. And I wasn't even in Greece yet. Lost my luggage. They couldn't find it. I mean, this airport was insane. Like, That's you tough. couldn't even walk in there. If you were driving up to the airport, you saw the longest line for days outside the airport. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to lose my shit. Like, I already have anxiety as it is. There's way too many people here. And were you by yourself at this point? Or did you have I was by myself in Europe for the very first time. And yeah, so I I missed a connecting flight yes. because the first flight got delayed. Got it. So my flight to Amsterdam, I mean, it was delayed. And then that flight, it just basically took off before I could get there. I was literally running to my gate. Oh, and my I didn't gosh. make it because of that first flight being delayed. And, they and lost so I bags. just meet like this little random group of people and they're all going through the same shit. They're like, we missed our flight. Like we don't know where our luggage <laughs> is. There was no customer service in sight. So I don't know why, but I just ended up linking up with them. That's so like, cool. We're all going through the same shit right now. Like, okay, maybe we should go get a hotel nearby. We all got Bro, okay. So Andrea just stays with random people. That's like the theme here. It's like, if they're random people that you can find, you're just going to stay with them. <laughs> I know. I know it's not the safest thing. Y'all probably shouldn't do this ever. But yes, I was just like, okay, let's let's do it. Hopefully I'm going to be good. Um, That's but crazy. It's took a- an Uber. We literally got pizza. We sh- just shared conversation and met somebody from Taiwan, from England, from France. I mean, from all over the place. And there are such cool people. That's incredible. That's amazing. It, you, you all had, like, no luggage, no clothes, no nothing, No right? clothes. Nothing. I was That's, so upset. You know, I bet. So how many, day, how many days into your trip did they finally find your bag? It was two days. Oh, well, into the trip, I mean – Probably a week later. Is when they found your bag. When they found it. And I'm over there for just about two weeks. Yes. In Europe. 
They found it a week later, but they did not call me and ask where I was, which I was already in Greece at that time. They sent it back to Texas. So you, the whole time, you never had anything of your stuff. You had to buy everything. <laughs> I had to buy new clothes. And luckily, I mean, I met some friends over there in Greece, and they lent me some clothes and girlfriends. They lent me some clothes. But otherwise, I was so pissed, though. It was like, oh, my God, 90% of my bag is brand new with tags. Like, I bought the perfect outfits for <laughs> Europe. And I'm so freaking pissed. That right sucks. Now. That sucks so I bad. Know. But on the flip side, yeah. I mean, I got to shop. That's cool. Get at designer <laughs> store. Because <laughs> you had nothing. By the beach. I'm yes. like, this is my heaven. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and you had this. a necessity. So it wasn't It wasn't, uh, It wasn't. wasn't because you wanted to. It was because you had to. I had to. <laughs> but on top of that, I'm getting reimbursed for it. I mean, it's been a solid two months, and I haven't seen anything yet. But I'm getting reimbursed and oh, compensated. through the airlines. For, you're, <laughs> through you're the bad. airlines. For Yo, this is good. <laughs> this is really good. Okay. So I'm like, I basically got free clothes. Free clothes in your first time in Europe. That was super amazing. Okay, so in Greece, um, did you stay, you know, on the mainland a lot? Did you hit any of the small islands? A lot of small islands. I can honestly, I could not name them at the top of my head, but we ultimately stayed in Corfu. Yep. That's where my friend's house is. Yes. And so she and her family are from there, and they just showed us around. We drove around to all the different little you know, areas that we would have no idea about. Yes, without there are small hidden gems, the best food, seafood. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just the coolest little spots, That's too. That's so cool. And they're beautiful. Yes. The beaches and the water are just amazing. Well, in uh, Europe, um, we went to Paris recently in August, and so we had never been – or Meredith had been. I had never been. But I just feel like it's such a different way of life there, right? Like It is. They're, they're all very relaxed, and it feels like they're not, like – it's uh, like island time yes. over there. We're over here like, go, go, go. You know, we're working and we work right. to live yes. over here. Not them. Or live to work. Which one is it? It's, it's live to work. Live to work. Okay, yes, over there they work to live. Yeah. Whatever. But we're literally just all about work and that's yes. all we think about all the time. And then over there they're just like, mm, Yo, we'll taking get, it easy. Get to it when we get to it yeah, type of a deal. Exactly. We'll get to it when we get to it. That yes. is like a lot of the mindset over there. You see like the little, little anxiety means like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like oh, we got to go. That's, a, that's <laughs> yeah, amazing. We got to go. We got to do this. And, and so that was like your. We got to plan this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, that was like your life's like most memorable like trip and thing that you've done. Yeah. I mean, I would say that's definitely up there. I mean, probably. Actually, it is. It is the best trip. And then I would say second was Costa Rica. Costa Rica is another. Is, yeah, another crazy random trip too. <laughs> so like, okay, I was. That, I want to obviously ask about this. So like, you very spontaneous, of course. You know, go with the flow and kind of just take what you get coming to you. So these these trips that you're doing, like none of them are ever like planned. Like you're never like, okay, in nine months we're gonna go to Costa Rica. Like this is not something that happens to you. No, I wish I could be more like that. <laughs> But that just kind of takes fun away from it. Right. In my eyes. I'm yes. Like, why not? Like, let's just do it now. Let's go. Let's do Let's go with the flow. And it always just ends up being a great time, though. And it makes for some really good memories, even though some of them can be shitty, like losing luggage right. and getting stuck in Amsterdam. Like, Amsterdam 
Honestly, it was not a bad place to get stuck. That's, in. What, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure it was ama- amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, I experienced the coffee shops over there yes. and met new people and explored with them and just just saw a bunch of cool stuff. That's, so that's amazing. Yeah, it's always a good time. It's always, for the most part, pretty spontaneous for me. Kind of just go sh- suddenly. That's good. So mm-hmm. we hit Costa Rica. We've hit Europe. So we've definitely done some overseas, you know, type of visits. Um, what about U.S.? Do you take any cool U.S. trips? Miami, of course, but you guys, you got anywhere else memorable Miami, here locally? San Diego, Coronado That's... Beach, La Jolla area is super nice. Yes. In Cali, I went to Park City, Utah, and skied over there, and that was beautiful. Hey, you've done a lot of cool stuff. That was really beautiful. Um, I will say, though, I just don't like being cold, so I'm Thanks. like, I like to be there for a little bit. Just like a few days, and I'm like, okay, can we go back to Texas? <laughs> like, I'm ready to be warm again. But ultimately, super beautiful place. That's amazing. Um, I don't know, Nashville, Nashville Tennessee. That's what you've done the country scene. Mm, that's I've good. Kind of like been random places. That's incredible. Just all spontaneous. So Louisiana, Nola, yeah. That's Freeport, Baton Rouge. You know a lot of places. Kinda. You know where I haven't been though? Where? New York. And oh. so I actually that's my next big goal, I guess. Yes. And you're gonna plan so. it. We're gonna plan it. Are we though? Plan. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> no, probably not. But definitely, not. <laughs> definitely not. It's gonna be on a whim, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> but New York is I've gone to New York three or four times with Meredith and it's it's uh, that that's the closest thing I would say to like not necessarily the relaxedness of, of uh, Europe. It's very st- stress, uh, stressful, high pace in New York. But it's the closest thing in America I've experienced to, like, a different way of life. Like, the people living in Manhattan mm-hmm. live a completely different life, I feel like, than the rest of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just. I've heard. And I've heard. And I'm just like, you know what? I just need to go. You have, I don't know you have how to I have see it, it by now. So, yeah. That's the next big goal as far as As travel. As n- New York. That's really okay. So you're yeah. a travel girl, like to get out, like some seafood. What about, um, I mean, just like general, like memorable, like situations or stories? Of course, this this Europe one was a big one, but have you had like just any like crazy stuff that's happened to you or just stuff you've done where you're like, dude, that was like, like, oh, this happened to me one night or, or whatever? You have any of those crazy? Pretty much every time I drink and go out <laughs> on vacation, <laughs> you just need to not drink. You just need to not drink. Thing. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, I think there's been a lot of really random stuff that has happened. Famous people you ever meet? Any famous people you run into? Um, I guess I will. I'll shout a couple people out. Actually, I met Tony Parker. Yeah. A couple of months ago. That's that was cool. really cool. Yeah, we were at Top Golf uh, for a real estate event. We were hosting it with our referral partners and. We saw him over there. I saw him walking, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Tony Parker, it's Tony Parker, it's Tony Parker. Like, I mean, I've always looked up to the big three. Yeah. Like, just, I've always been a Spurs fan since yes. I was a kid. So I saw him, and I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, like, starstruck. And my friend Matt is like, let's go talk to him. And I'm like, let's not. Like, yeah. I don't know what the hell I would say to this person. And – after a couple drinks, I was like, all right, let's go talk to him. <laughs> After, that's cool. Was he nice to you? He was so nice. That's he good. really was. And then we ended up hanging out with him oh, that's the next cool. day and <laughs> playing basketball with him and whatnot. So that was a really cool experience. That that's was, super random. It was very random. It was like 
a week after I got back from Europe, too, and I'm like, wow, this is, like, the coolest month of my life. <laughs> Dude, legit. <laughs> so what was that? Was that, like, July of 2022? What month was that? That was in July. Yeah. Yo, July. I legit just guessed. Yeah, it was in July. July. So July was a good, a good month for you. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. July was a good month for you. That's crazy. Good for you. So that, I mean, met him. Um, I would say Cameron Cameron Champ is up yes. there. Yeah. You know he, I know. Is. he so, is. PGA golfer. Yep. He actually used to be my roommate. That's random. Incredibly. <laughs> I know. That's like real bizarre. Yeah, so that was that was cool. Very yep. quiet guy. Yep. Man of few words. On Craigslist, I'm sure you found him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was there. It was actually do like mutual friends. Like my best friend at the time, she was dating a guy who was best friends with him and we all ended up living in a huge house in Hollywood Park and awesome. just having a blast, pretty much. That's they were cool. loaded, and I was like, "Wow, this Go is pretty cool." This is, this is cool. You have some good. You got some good stuff. So we got Tony, we got Cameron, anyone else that we've hung with? I know there's definitely a solid other one in there, but it's like I think I might keep that one. Oh a wow! <laughs> Andrea has hidden ones. These are good. <laughs> All right, we'll skip that one. We'll pass <laughs> we'll that, one. We'll, that good, one. Good for you. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your secret person. What? Okay, you got to give us at least like one hit. What profession or is it a sport or is it like a profession? As far as, as like what they do, or are they like a famous person, like a celebrity? Like, uh, what do they do? Football. Okay, done. That's all we have to. That's all we have to know. Yeah. Football. The famous football player. Good for her. good for her. <laughs> Happy for you. So, Thank you. <laughs> so you okay? So I'm trying to think. We hit food. We hit uh, we hit travel or whatever. Um, entertainment. We talked about like concerts. Um, like what else? I mean, what else is uh, is like? Mem if you were to describe yourself, like what else would be like memorable, Andrea? Maybe uh, sports. Yeah. I'm not like huge, huge. Where I play a sport every week, but. I actually was part of a sand volleyball team for about three years. Okay, how'd uh, that go? We were probably the worst team, <laughs> to be honest, but I was on a team with, like, Rick yes. and Patrick Conway and just uh, Cassidy Pfeiffer, her husband, and a few other people, and I think ultimately our goal was to just go out and have fun That's and awesome. drink, and we didn't take it that seriously. <laughs> but y'all played games? Like, they were legit, like, matches? They were legit games, yeah, sand volleyball, and we had so much fun, and okay. it was a great time. Honestly, I tried getting the team back together, like, a month ago, and they're like, <laughs> Rick's like, let's do pickleball instead. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Rick likes pickleball. That's what he likes. He wants to hit the thing with the racket, man. Yeah, so we ended up going to play pickleball once, and it was fun, That's but I still... Sand volleyball. sand volleyball. So you got to get the squad back together. Yeah. And then I played soccer throughout high school, summer teams, intramural and college. And I actually played on a team a couple of years ago. I think it's been like two, three years now. That's cool. And like intramural team. That's really awesome. And I was like, wow, this is why I stopped playing. <laughs> I can't fucking run like I used to anymore. <laughs> you got old. That's what happened. Pretty much. <laughs> like, okay, I think I'm over this. They try to recruit me back into the team the next season. I'm like, yeah, no. You're like, go home and you're Hard like, knees hurt. you're like, knees hurt. And you're just like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Seriously, my ankle hurts. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Once upon a time, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm the same way. So, so ultimately, I mean, those are what I have played. I'm starting to get into golf. Um, I've had a loan officer that's been giving me kind of lessons the past month. How's that going? 
It's going. <laughs> it's definitely a love-hate sport because I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And surprisingly, I had like a good swing down. That's good. And getting some air and whatever, like doing pretty decent at a par three. And then the last couple times, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> you could be good. You could I be suck. good. You could be good. It just takes practice. Yeah, and then I'm only going like once a week too. So I think in my mind, I'm like, I want to be good already. You're right. I want to be good. That's just how I operate. And so it's only been a month of that though. So I need to give myself a little bit of of practice time. That's good. Yeah, good for, I need good to practice some more. But it's fun though. I like it. Do you have a uh, uh, pro, like, is there any pro sports you follow even loosely? Like, do you have pro teams at Spurs, right? Spurs fan. It's mainly Spurs. The Spurs, is that? Yeah. No football? You know the football? Football, no. Dang, you're not a I Cowboys I mean, I watch it, but no, I'm not a Cowboys fan. It's hard to be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> they they are just so bad. Yeah, we are We are <laughs> average. You know that they say that the oh, average, average is good. No. Yeah, average is not good. Average is not good. <laughs> According That's to what they tell kids now. I was, saying, I was literally about to make that joke. According to the Texas public school system, <laughs> average is good. Average is really good. It is not good. <laughs> oh, I understand. Yeah. That's you need to be better. You need to be so, better. Yeah. So basketball, you're basketball. Yeah, mainly Spurs. Okay. Huge Manu Ginobili fans who love him. That's cool. <laughs> well, I think we've covered the gamut of everything, Andrea. I mean, in closing, in closing thoughts here, I mean, seems like you're somebody that is career-driven, right? Very focused, of course, you know, growing your team, you know, wanting to bring agents on. Yeah. Um, if somebody wanted to reach out to you about joining the team, what would be the best way to do that? They could call me. Okay, um, we'll drop your info me. in the video. Yeah, we'll drop some info. I would love to speak to them. We can do some coffee or lunch and even come in our happy hour. Absolutely. What yeah. would be, like, what would be, if you had to describe, like, the most ideal fit for what you're looking for, like, like for an agent that's maybe watching this wanting to make a change, like, what's the type of person that you're looking for that would be a good fit for you? Highly motivated and determined agent that is going to be okay with being held accountable. Accountability. Because accountability is going to be there 100%. Like, you can't get out of it. Absolutely. Uh, but some high accountability training. And then also, I mean, we love to have fun, too. I That's mean, good. We're always having events, like at Spurs games and happy hours. And we did a wine tour a couple weeks oh, ago. Awesome. Oh, I mean, really good. we're just we like to have fun too, but still very business oriented. That's like, awesome. Let's, let's sell some homes. Sell some homes. So yeah. highly motivated. If you're self starter, you know, want to grow your own business, right? You know, run your own brand. Um, reach out to Andrea again with the Conway Realty Group. They're a great team. Uh, known Patrick many years, and I highly recommend. So, <laughs> any closing thoughts? Any final things you want to say? <laughs> not really other than thank you for having me today Absolutely. i know we're opposing teams right now but <laughs> that's cool right she said right now you heard that that's how you know that you've cracked it a little bit no, Unless she's convinced I'm going to join her. I'm super loyal. <laughs> yes, I'm absolutely. super loyal. No, absolutely. <laughs> but Patrick's a great guy. they got a great team, and uh, and I'm happy to have you. So, guys, this has been the Marty Party. Uh, again, Andrea Garcia today. Thank you for coming in. And please like us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, every platform. We're on it. So we'll catch you all next episode with more great guests.